Hi, my name is Inez, and I hope this ages well. Hey there, welcome to I Hope This Ages Well, a podcast centered around capturing the stories of our most senior community members. I'm a stand-up comedian, so to make each episode a little fun, I'm going to be sharing jokes with the guests, and the guests will be sharing jokes with me. I'm your host, Gilberto Soto. Should we get started? Yeah, let's go. When he told me, and I says, oh, okay. So he says, uh, but Ma, please don't throw me out. I says, why should I throw you out? He says, no, because most of my friends, their parents have thrown them out, you know, because he used to hang out a lot in the village. Mm-hmm. And I says, Jesus, you got to be kidding me. This week, we welcome Ines, a Puerto Ricana who is young at heart and always looking for ways to help others. I met her on the dance floor, believe it or not. She vividly recounts her party days and fond memories of her early New York City life. She's a natural showing her moves, and in a metaphoric way, she's still finding her groove again after losing her son, who this episode is dedicated to. Así que por favor, bienvenidos, Ines. What do you mean by age as well? What's you that know, supposed to mean? So sometimes like, well, it has a double meaning. So I talk to seniors, right? But I'm also a stand-up comedian. And so when you do a joke, sometimes uh-huh. you do a joke and then like 10 years later, people are like, oh, did that age well? Did that joke age well? But also too, the ages part is about like oh, aging in terms aging. of people. Okay. Do you get it? Being that we're in senior center. Yeah. <laughs> is it cute? Do you think it's cute? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just want to know what it meant. <laughs> Inez, thanks so much yes. for being here. How are you I, today? I'm good. I'm yeah? good. Yeah? I, got up, I got up feeling good. You got up feeling good? Everything is yeah, working. I'm good in one way. Another way, I'm not good because of what's going on in the world. You know, oh, does that bring this, you down? Oh, it, of, of course this has brought me down. Why? Because of what's happening. Yeah? You know, it's it's something... I'm, I'm a person that I used to like to travel and go yeah. here and go there. Yeah. It's like confide. You know, ah, you feel constricted. Yeah. Ah. Even though I still go out and all yeah. that, but I still, I'm not doing enough. You're a very social person. Yes, I am. I know. And for those that are listening, maybe you hear slight music in the background. It's because we're in a center and it's a very lively center. There's so much music around. And actually, I kind of met you a couple of weeks ago, but then again, last week when I came here and you were, were celebrating the day of, of Puerto Rico and everyone was dancing and you stuck out specifically because you're just dancing really? with your whole body and soul. <laughs> Are you a good dancer? Well, uh, to me, no, but a lot of people think, you know, that I am. So I've always been dancing in my younger days, you know, yeah. to all the nightclubs, like Do you the, <laughs> the Palladium, the Manhattan Center, Broadway Casino, all oh, those Spanish okay. places. Oh, yeah. All of this. Yeah. Uh, do you like dance? So you like dancing? Oh, yeah. Y- you always grew up dancing? Yeah. Yeah? But even now? Now I have, now I have to, uh, you know, I don't dance as much now because yeah. of, you know, due to my age and my legs, you know, the arthritis and all this business that comes with the age. Yeah. So. But I still try and... Well, I mean, you were doing fantastic when, when I saw you. I was like, how does she move those hips like that? And like, it was a whole salsa you. thing. Thank you. Um, and so, you Puerto Ricana? I'm Puerto Rican, born in Brooklyn. Okay. Parents from Puerto Rico. Okay. And how, like, what type of um, things did your parents teach you from Puerto Rico? Or, cause Nothing. You're, no. <laughs> Nothing? 
<laughs> no? What my are the father, values? My father came here when he was 16 years old. Okay. And he never, ever went back. Oh. He died here. He used to say in Spanish, A Puerto Rico yo no voy porque Puerto Rico no me dejó, no, no me enseñó nada. You know. That's God. why I'm not going back. His I, mother passed and he still didn't go. His mother. Did, have you ever been? Oh, I've been there like four times. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. And how is it? Oh, I, I liked it. Yeah. You know, I mean, as long as there's places to go and things to do yeah. and dancing. I, yeah, I used to go with my friends. All the time? Do you still have family over there? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, nice. And do you, did you have children? I had one son. You had one son? Yeah, he okay. passed uh, seven years ago. I'm so sorry about that. Um, that's really difficult as a mother. But did you teach your son about what my No, my... Uh, I, I took my son to Puerto Rico when he was around seven or eight years old. Uh-huh. And the one that actually taught him Spanish was my mother because she used to take care of him while I was working. He wasn't a perfect Spanish-speaking person. Yeah. You know, very bad. But he was trying yeah. to speak the language, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I'm not a great Spanish speaker either, even though it was my first... Like language, that's what I grew up speaking, but yeah, because I spoke like, like English. Like us, too. Yeah. Well, that's like, excuse me for interrupting you. That's like, uh, my, my first name is in Spanish, I-N-E-S. My birth certificate has the S. But when I went to school, they put a Z. And my parents never bothered to... Change it. To change it, you know, so I stood with the... The Z instead of the S. Oh, so it's Ines, yes. not Ines. Yeah, because all my papers, everything from that time to now, yeah, it's all with a Z. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. And uh, talking about like Spanish, my mom, when we're at home, because I only grew like I learned English and then I use it all the time. Whenever I'm at home, she's like, "Aquí se habla español." Like here, you only speak Spanish. My, my mother used to do that to my son. Oh, really? <laughs> But my son was interested in knowing, so it didn't bother him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then one day he tells me, he says, Ma, I gave directions to somebody in Spanish. Ooh. I go, yeah? I says, okay, may believe you're telling me where to go. You know, he told me how he did it. And I go, good, you, you sounded good, you know. A lady wanted to know a certain direction. Yeah. And he was telling her how to go in Spanish. I go, oh, you sound good. Very good, Joey. Yeah, so he, he did, you know... He knew more Spanish than his other cousins. Oh, really? Okay, I like that. I, and I think so, there's something about language and culture. Do you know what I mean? It is because I have my sister Helen. Yeah. She's married to, she was married to an Italian. Uh, so she has two kids. I mean, they're already in the 60s. Mm-hmm. They don't know a word of Spanish. They don't know a word of English, of uh, Italian. Italian. Now, here was a sister that had... Two languages, you know, but yeah. they only spoke the English. One, yeah. I said if I ever have children, I don't know if I ever will, but if I ever have children, I have to teach them Spanish. Yes, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, th- I think it's great. There's something about identity yes, with it. Yes, yeah, in that sense. Yes, yes. Um, but you say your son gave directions to somebody in yeah. Spanish. And I, I remember I used to try to give directions, but I would forget... Derecha, izquierda, or something. And I wouldn't know what it is, so I'd just tell people to go straight when really I meant to tell them to go left because I don't know. Well, idea. that happened to me when, when, uh, uh, when I started working in the hospital. Yeah. They told me, being that I spoke Spanish, not fluently, but I did speak Spanish, and the neighborhood was a lot of Spanish people. Mm-hmm. So the hospital needed translators. So they had asked me if I would like to try. I said, okay, you know, because there were mostly Puerto Ricans that yeah. were in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
so one day I'm in I'm uh, trans <laughs> I'm translating for a Spanish speaking Puerto Rican yeah. uh, man, and the doctor had told him, "I want you to bring your stool specimen in this cup." And I said to myself, "Oh shit! How do you say stool in Spanish?" You know, <laughs> and it bothered me. That bothered me. And I, then I told the doctor, I says, doctor, I says, I, I don't know how to say that in Spanish. And I said to myself, oh. So then I told him in Spanish, señor, el doctor dice que usted tiene que traer su excreta número dos en este, you know. So oh. he says, oh, okay, oh. you know. But still, it bothered me. So when I went home, I asked my mother, I says, ma, ¿cómo se dice cuando uno va al baño a ensuciar? ¿Cuál es la palabra que se usa? So according to her, she says, excreta. Y eso se me quedaba aquí. Uh -huh. And I says, oh, good. Now I could tell all these yeah. people that would come, you know. But then the language started to change. Yeah. Their terminology for certain uh, things in Spanish are not the same as the Puerto Ricans would say it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It is different. Yeah, it is different. Uh, not everything, but most, Some most things. Yeah, especially the medical terminology, it is different. It's very different. So I says, okay. This is it. So I spoke to my supervisors. I says, Lucy, I'm not translating anymore. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't translate. Well, it's no. also dangerous too, right? Like in the medical field, you want it to be correct. I remember, um, you know, as little kids, with my parents didn't know a lot of English growing up. And so sometimes I would have to be the interpreter for them in English. But in this case, I was with my aunt and she didn't know a lot of English. And so they were asking, are you allergic to anything? And so I said to her, because I didn't know the word allergic in Spanish. So I was like, usted está como cuando le hace achu, achu a algo. <laughs> She's like, what? And my family still make fun of me for yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, it, it, it That's why sometimes here, in this center, yeah. a lot of Spanish-speaking people, but they speak English also. Yeah. But sometimes they get into a deep conversation in Spanish. And if you have your mask on, forget about it, okay? But before, before this epidemic came out, you know, next door, this was the bingo place. Mm -hmm. Next door, they used to have all the Spanish people in there listening to music and yeah. they talk. And so I says, let me go over there to see how it is, you yeah. know, because my friend was there. But when they started talking and they're talking about food and they're talking, oh, tu sabes cuánto was I? And I said to myself, oh, shit. <laughs> I says, here's what. Now here... Most of the people were mostly born and raised here. Yeah. So, and they, and I grew up with three of them that used to play bingo no with me. No way. Yeah. So I said to myself, let me, because right away on that end, it was like, está habla español, pero se está echando como que si no habla. You, you know, and they used to. Very judgy. Sometimes judgy. Oh, we get, I get that too. And oh. They, and they used to bug the shit out of me. I mean, I didn't, you know, I, uh. I have a favorite word that I say in Spanish, in English, and it's a curse word. Say it. And when you mess with me too much, you know, I'm going to tell you where to go. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I said to myself, to avoid mm. confrontation, yeah. I said, let me stay here. Okay. So I stood on this end, yeah. playing bingo, you know, because here in this center, yeah. like any other center, if you get too outspoken to people and you talk nasty to some, yeah. You're out. Oh. They don't want you to come back. Well, it's respect, right? It's supposed to be a safe space. And that is good. I also see it kind of beautiful as 
different people with different backgrounds, though all like maybe Latinos are coming together. The, the experiences are different, right? And yeah, sometimes you have different groups for different reasons. But like when I came here last time, everybody was dancing. Everybody was having a good time. And it just kind of, all of the differences just kind of like melted away. Yeah. This center, gee, I've been, I've been coming here, God, many, many, many years, you know. And at the beginning, you know, there's always, how would I say, like a wise ass. <laughs> The There's first, a couple. The first time I went next door, I sat here, yeah. right? And when they were going to start the whatever it is that they were going to start, a woman comes in and she says, Oh, con permiso, usted está sentada en mi silla. Oh. And I went, Oh, un momento. Getting yeah. up to go. I got up, got the chair, turned the chair upside down. Su nombre? <laughs> and she looked at me. I think she would have gone, she would have blown my head off. And I was, as you said, this is your chair. So it, do you have a name? At that, at that, you know, is it printed <laughs> on the chair? <laughs> oh, so maybe so, you were a little bit of like the smart, wise person there. No, the, the only reason I, I am the way I am mm-hmm. because my mother used to go to a center. And she used to, when she used to come home, she used to tell us, you know, and she had mentioned... Yo cuando me voy a sentar, ya seguida viene otra, dice que esa silla es de ella, so yo para no meterme con nadie, you know, la dejo que se siente ahí. En yeah. acogí, pero a mí eso no se hace. Así, si tú quieres sentarte donde quiera, nadie tiene silla, yeah. nadie tiene nombre. And, when, and my, the, another center that I used to go to, an Italian one, all the way down uh, Court Street. Okay. A woman did that to me, and it was a good thing. I didn't have to say anything because the director was right there when she said it and he turned around and said the chairs here belong to anybody that gets here first yeah you know yeah i've noticed going and meeting a lot of people at different centers uh people like to have their certain space all the time and there's some connection to it and so even even i've gotten that too like what are you doing here that's my and i'm like oh okay so i'm but i'm respectful because that's not my space you know just to to be nice yeah of course you've noticed well she's always sitting there every time i come she's always there so out of respect you know I, i won't sit there yeah you know i'll try to sit someplace else can i ask a question because this is about like creating bonds sometimes having conflict how is it different um, making friends when in your earlier days to now and maybe like your older days? Well, with me, I never had problems with, with friends. Okay. You know, I always uh, made friends fast. Yeah. But once in a while, you'll always get someone that doesn't like you. Oh, okay. okay? I, I can't relate. I'm joking. Some people don't like me. So in my, in my lifetime... There was only two people, two young ladies, that when they first met me, for some reason or other, they just didn't like me. Okay. They, I, we didn't even speak. Parece que en la forma that but that I looked. Yeah. They just didn't. No le caía bien. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that 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 happens too at times, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, the vibe. Yeah, it's it's happened to me. Like if I see you and th- there's something about your decor <laughs> that uh, yeah, I'll keep away from you. Yeah, you know. So it happens. But then when they get to know you and then they tell you and they apologize, because the two of them apologize to me. Says, tú no sabes, la primera vez que yo te conocí, tú no me, no te podías, te, 
Yeah. yeah. And I go, oh, see? I says, uh, I didn't even ask them por qué. Yeah. It, it, it didn't bother me. Yeah. You know, it, it really didn't bother me. Yeah. So. You know, a lot of people told me that about me. They say, like, when they first see me or get to know me, because I do comedy sometimes on stage. And some of my comedy is not really representative of who I am. Maybe it's a little bit of a character. Yeah. And people come up to me like, you know, I didn't talk to you because of whatever reasons. But I get to know you. are actually quite sweet. Do you hear this? I'm quite sweet. Well, I can be. And so it just goes to show you sometimes you have to, like, give people a second chance yes. or just a little yes. bit of benefit yes. of the don't, doubt. Don't let, it, don't let it get you. Yeah. So when you see people that you're like, ah, my, the vibe is off, did you get to know them? Oh. Yes, we started hanging out. And okay. We, yeah, we, we we hanged out. Okay. We started going to clubs and all that. <laughs> yeah. So you know, so it really it really didn't bother me because it's like my mother would uh, would always tell me because they used to talk about me behind my back. Oh wow. Well. Uh, they used to call my mother and tell her things about me that weren't true. Oh, welcome to the Latino community. And uh, I, I used to tell my mom, I said, pero mami, porque siempre, you know, te están llamando. He says, es porque tienen celo de ti, nene. Uh, tú, tú tienes algo que ellos no tienen. That they want. Okay, yeah. Tú no eres una mujer bella ni nada de eso, pero es el, 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 like your personality or something that they don't They gravitate about. towards. Yeah. So your mom really said, you're not a pretty girl. You just have this great personality that attracts you to people. People are attracted to you. And, and, and it was true because then yeah. after, when years started passing, that we really got together yeah. with the girls. Everybody was, you know, I used to go to your house on Wednesdays to drink gin. Ah. You know? What's your favorite drink? In my years, was yeah. scotch. Scotch? Ah, why? I used to, I used to drink, uh, first I, I drank uh, Dewey's. I always stuck mostly with scotch. To do that. Yeah, and do you drink now? Oh, no. No, why? Well, I stopped drinking... I don't know if I got sick one time. Yeah, I think I got sick. Uh, not because of the drinking. Like smoke, I used to smoke like a fan. Like, oh, you're a smoker oh, too. Uh, oh, you're a real Manhattan oh, girl. You, you, got, you better believe it. <laughs> if I had a drink in my hand, there was a cigarette in my uh, hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. It really but, sucks in the city moment. But then I, I stopped smoking. I don't know. I don't even know how why I stopped. It just stopped. But then I, as I was going, I, I still kept going out and I had a drink, yeah. but I would have a cigarette. But before, I just used to smoke constantly, you know. Oh, okay. I was just, you know. But then well, I, I just did it on my own. I just that. stopped smoking Good. and I stopped smoking. Do you feel drinking. better about that now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially now that they're saying cigarettes cost this. Well, they do. <laughs> back then, back then there wasn't as so, much of that, yeah. no? But when I stopped at that time, yeah. it wasn't as... You know, telling you, you know, you better stop because of this and this and this. So, I, so you're telling me you're you are this party goer, right? You love to party, yeah. <laughs> what, were, so what were some of your favorite memories of your party days? In well, I used to go to the Palladium a, a lot, but you, you you you've heard of the Palladium? I have the Manhattan Center. I haven't heard of that one, but yeah, Broadway Casino. Uh uh-uh. uh what were all these big clubs? Just, yeah. Oh, okay. Manhattan, yeah. These were, and all famous bands that came. Tito Puente, Tito Rodriguez. Oh, all Latino bands. And where were they located? Oh, it was in Manhattan. Where oh, I Manhattan. Know, yeah. There was one club. Mostly a lot of American people used to go. A lot of Jewish people used to go. Mm. And one day I went with my, with, uh, with my girlfriend. 
you know, it got to me because we're downstairs going to the bathroom and we see all these ladies taking off their house dresses <laughs> and putting on their evening dress. So I looked at them, you know, me and my, my girlfriend, Eva, and I said, ah, estas escaparon de... They escaped. And these were Jewish women. Uh-huh. But you had to see the way these women danced. The Latin. Yeah. Latin, oh, and Good rhythm. Oh, yeah. They they really... Gosh. They danced it, but... That's impressive, no? Yeah. Because I can't dance with my life. No? No. You don't know how I, to dance Latin I, music? I, no? I, didn't, I didn't get my brother's todo, but I, I can't... I don't have any rhythm. Oh. Uh, it's okay. Like, that's one <laughs> thing that, I mean, I wish I did, but it's good. Wow. So, how often would you go out? Every week. Every week. <laughs> I was a working girl, and I went out every weekend. Yeah, you have to enjoy your youth, right? In that sense. Any regrets? Oh, no. No. No, 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 no. No, no. There's things that you learn. Like, for instance, I'll give you a little example. I've always been a drinker at that time. Okay. I, and I smoked. Mm-hmm. I never smoked pot. I never took drugs. None of that. Okay? So one fourth of July, the neighborhood, because I lived in a small neighborhood, and we all got together, the guys rented trucks because they had the kids, you know, and we all went to Coney Island. We were in Coney Island. Mm-hmm. And everybody's bringing Hester drinks, you know, uh, orange juice with vodka, you know. So we're all drinking and all that. So who's smoking a pot, you know? So, so my girlfriend, may she rest in peace, she's near the water. Here's the water, and the water will just slide in and hit her legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she already had a couple hands. And all of a sudden, she starts to yell, I'm drowning, I'm drowning. So her daughter comes, Ma, you're sitting. <laughs> and I says, Oh my God. But I didn't know, I didn't know about that because I'm with you know, the rest of the crowd. So I says, You know, let me try to. to Find out what, what this is smoke Wait, is all about. And how old were you? Oh, I was a grown woman. A grown woman. Yeah, because I we didn't do things at the age of 16, 17, yeah, 15, later on. 14. No, this was at the age from 18 forward. Okay, so you're already in, in your adult years yeah, and you yeah. start, and, decided and, yeah, to smoke. Yeah, and uh, uh, I, I was smoking earlier, though, uh-huh. at like 14, 15. But I stopped because the first time I smoked with you, I yeah, thought I was out in outer space. And I stopped. But then when I hit 18, I, I, I went back to it, which I'm sorry I did, but I'm glad I did anyway. Anyway, so going back to smoking a reefer, I said, let me try this shit. So, <laughs> but you know, God was with me that day because we're sitting in the sand yeah. and I took two or three drags out of the, the cigarette. And the water's very smooth. There's no waves mm-hmm. coming in. And I get up, y empiezo yo caminar all the way down to the water. Yeah. And something tells me, Ines, turn around. When I turned around, the beach was all... <gasps> and I go, oh, my God. So, <laughs> so, so then I says, okay, just the way you got here. Get yourself out, all right? So don't don't get excited, because I talk a lot to myself. When, I talk a lot to myself, too. Yeah, yeah. And so yo, 
I started, thank God that there was no waves because yeah. I, I don't swim. <laughs> I don't know how to swim. And I said to myself, I never again will I ever touch those cigarettes. And I never did. Well, there you go. It all, and all it took did. was a scare. <laughs> yeah, I says, if this, if this, if this is what it did, did, did to me with, with a few drags, could I, I could imagine what, you know, shooting up and uh, good gracious, forget about it. No, you're very sensitive to those type of things. And I grew up in a neighborhood where there was a lot of drugs. How was your neighborhood growing up? It was a lot of Latin, okay. you know, and uh, I, mean, I used to hang out on the Atlantic Avenue was my hangout. Okay. Atlantic Avenue. You're familiar with Atlantic uh-huh. Avenue? Okay. Atlantic Avenue, we, we had an ice cream parlor oh. that we used to hang out in. And then as we grew up, you know, the, then the bar in the corner, that then and then the pizza place, Benny's, Benny's uh, uh, Bar. Oh, we bar. used to go there for pizza. And uh, so Benny says, I ain't serving no beer to nobody because we were in age. So he says, okay, Benny, we're not going to, you know. But then when I hit 18, I came with my birth certificate. And I, get, I went to Benny's bar and I says, Benny, I just made 18. Here's my birth certificate. Yeah. So you could check it. And he says, oh, congratulations. He says, what would you like? I said, I'll stop with a beer. <laughs> and that was, was that your first legal drink? Oh, wow. Wow. Is that still around? No, Probably they closed not. it. The building is still there. Yeah. You know, but they, they closed it. It's something else now. But that's where we all used to hang out at, at wow. we were 18, 19 years old. That is that that sounds like the life, you know? I had I had a good young life. Yeah. You know? I didn't uh it wasn't drastic, it wasn't you know I mean things happen, but never to me. Just yeah. like to somebody else, you know. But it was uh I had a good life. Yeah. Yeah, I really can't complain about it. Well, you're still living. I'm 85 years old. How 85? Yeah. Ines, I, I look. I say this to everybody, but I really do mean it. You don't look 85. Well, that's what the idea. They keep telling me that. If only my body would tell me that. It's <laughs> you. I mean, just the energy that you give off is that sense. What do you like? What What do you still look forward to doing? Well, right now I don't uh, look forward to anything. Okay. Sometimes when I talk to my Lord, our Lord, I keep asking him, why do you still have me around? My girlfriend's son just called me day before yesterday that his mother passed and she was the same age as me. And we were, we were alike, you know, they lived in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And she passed, most, and mostly all my friends are gone. Yeah. Friends that I grew up with and hanged out with, uh-huh. you know. Because the, the people here, I only know them Recently. here. We yeah. don't hang out in the outside. Only here, yeah. you know. Like if we're going to take a trip or something, it'll be with the group here, yeah. you know. But to say, let's take a movie and all that, I have other friends that I could do that with. Yeah. I mean, this might be a little personal, but seeing your friends go, how does, how does that impact you? It's, it hurts. Yeah. And I keep asking God, why are you keeping me here because most of them are all gone you know and some of them left way before they reached even 80 in their 80s I'm glad you're still here 
And I don't know why I'm getting emotional, but <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. it's just, no, it's okay. It's just like, it is part of life, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. People you grew up with go. Yeah. And it's just. A, a lot of, a lot of, even here, in, in all my years coming here. Yeah. And then after this, what, you know, with the COVID-19, uh, 19, coming back, a lot of them. Haven't been back. Yeah. Yet. A lot of them have passed. Uh-huh. You know? And, um. And, you know, every now and then I think about them. So you ask for why am I still here? Well, what's the answer that you've received? I don't receive nothing. I got to answer that myself. I go, okay, I'm going to leave it up to you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think it's because you still have a lot more people to touch and a lot more people to talk to? You know, because I'm always, you know, I'm like, you see, like downstairs, I, I, I only do it here. Yeah. I don't do it in any other center. Like when we're downstairs, uh, especially today, for the lunch, if I see that you have your, your wheelchair, you have a cane, just like in the bus, you get up for somebody that has a cane and you get up for somebody that has wheelchairs, you know, I do the same thing downstairs because we all sit down to have lunch. Mm-hmm. But sometimes Maria's too busy to give out the lunch. Yeah. So I'll say, Maria, dame el trick, so voy a dar la señora que tiene el Yeah. And I'll go get her, and I'll give it to her, yeah. you know. Well, I saw you handing last time, like, helping handing out things oh, and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's a very Latino type of thing. I'm sure other cultures too, but I only know my own culture of, like, let me help where there is. Yes. Like, yes. when I would go to parties, las mujeres or the women would always be the ones coming together and passing things out regardless yes. of whose party yeah. it yes. was. Everybody yeah. just needs to get yes. treated and, and make sure we're yes. attended to. Yeah. Um, and I do I do it mostly to, not too much with the woman because the woman, there's one woman that comes here uh, downstairs. It's very hard for her to hold her tray. Yeah. And I always get her tray and I, you know. Yeah. And, and the, some men that, uh, 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 even though they don't have home attendance, and I see the way they walk and all that, so yeah. I don't want them standing up waiting for to get a tray. Yeah. I go, siéntate, que yo todo busco. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean... It's, it's my nature. It's and, like, and you ask why you're still here. <laughs> and look how many people you're still helping. <laughs> a lot of people say, Ines, aren't you going to retire? And I'm going to... I don't know. So I stood till 65. Okay. Then when 65 came, and I said, see, I, don't, I still don't want to retire. Because oh. I worked in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then I said to myself, I'm going to stay another year. So I stood another year. And then I, then I retired. But then when I retired, I really didn't want to retire fully. So I spoke to my supervisor. And I says, can I work per diem? So he oh, okay. says, sure, why not? You know, two or three days a week, yeah. why not? So I did that. Yeah. I did it for a year. And then I says, because I talk to myself a lot. Okay, Ines, it's time for you to do something else because don't wait until you can walk or your pains and this and that. And then you have, you know. And I says, okay. So then I quit. I, for real, quit. For real, I, I really quit. They made, I had a huge part. Oh, they I gave bet. Me, yeah, they gave me a very nice, my son was alive at the time. When yeah. I, yeah. I'm sure he was super proud of you. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, then uh, I stood out for a year, went out with my friends, traveled, the movies, the, well, we did a lot together. Everything, yeah. Then I said, okay, this is costing me too much money, so. <laughs> <laughs> we forget about that. I said, so let, let, let me cool down a little bit about this. I said, but I got to do something. So I did volunteer work for three years at the Cobble Hill Nursing Home. I started working there. 
I liked it, you know. Yeah. Seeing all these elderly people, and because uh, I used to hear things, you know, que no la tratan bien, que this and that, you know, there's always a gossip oh, about the, you know, about and I love gossip. Yeah, but when I, and I stood there for three years, and I had my little group of the elderly, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't attend to them the way the nurses. And anything happens to you, like I can't put my hands on you. I got to call the nurse yeah. to take care of you. But anything else, we play bingo, you know, I'll walk with you in the in the park, at, at, in the in the backyard, you know, or if you're in the wheelchair, I, you know. So, and then they got to, the, the, the patients started to like me and we used to have Christmas parties and all that. So I did that for three years. Mm-hmm. So then I said to myself, okay, I think of something else to do. <laughs> you're getting older. And I says, you know, I think I'll leave this. I'm going to try hanging out in a, in a center. So my Komai was coming here. She lived next door to me. And I says, Doris, how's the center there? She says, uh, oh, it's all right. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. And I said, uh, let me go find out for myself. And I've been here ever since. <laughs> but I'm glad that I'm here because when, when the place was closed yeah. because of the... The epidemic, I says, uh, God, what am I going to do, you know? Because I don't mind staying home, but how much could you stay home limpiando? How many, you know? Yeah. My house is spotless. <laughs> <laughs> You're making mess just yeah, to do yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I says, dear Lord, please, let's, let's, let's this thing get over with, you know? Yeah. And then when they opened up, and I says, oh, thank God. My Maria called me, she says, I just... We're going to open up next week. We're going to have a, an exercise class going on. And I says, I'll be there. And here so you been, are. Yeah. Yeah. And then I joined, I also joined the one from Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn the one I met you last time. Yeah, I don't care for that one too much. Oh, yeah. I go, I go there. I was there Tuesday, as a matter yeah, of yeah. fact, because they had a movie. Ah. Because I get their schedule. Yeah. And, that, <laughs> you and I have this schedule. Yeah. Because what I don't, if I don't like what's going on here that yeah. day... And I like what's going on over there, so I go over there. Somebody told me, you know, I have all the schedules for all of them, and I go based off of who has the better food. <laughs> the food, the, the food, uh, I never think about the food. Yeah. You know, I just think about what what they're going to do for that yeah, day. Yeah, the activity. You know. So you have a lot of conversations with yourself. Oh, yeah. I what kind of conversations myself. do you have with yourself now? <laughs> with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's healthy talking to somebody because it makes you reflect. It makes you kind of like almost feel like somebody else is there that you're talking to and you're able to think a little bit more clearly in that sense. But also I like to talk to people, you know, and when they ask me questions about what did you do, because I want you to be, in other words, let's take you for instance, okay? When you get older, okay, you got to keep this here busy. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you don't keep this here busy... The mind. Your mind is gone. Ah, well, I need to keep it busy. Even though sometimes I, the, the last thing I want to do is think. I just want to be on my couch watching well, something different. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay for now because you're still a young man. Mm. But when you see yourself getting into that age group, you have to... Even put more effort yes. into it. Yes. Well, I mean, no wonder you're still here. Look at you. 
You've done everything you can to be here. Uh, Ines, I really appreciate it. So usually what I like to do with these podcasts or these episodes is be able to say like funny jokes about things in our lives that we've experienced. Is there any like joke that comes to mind for you that you that always has made you laugh? Not really. In, in my lifetime, there was more sadness than anything, than, than more joking, you know. Because I used to see too many things in the neighborhood when I was growing up. I used to see treatments, how the people were treated. And that used to bother me. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, But uh, it was like when the drugs first came out, the drugs. That los Latinos y los Morenos were more into drugs at that time. And nothing was done about it. But when this, he's a, he was a comedian. I can't think of his name, but he was in television. Oh, he was a comedian. I thought he was talking about me. <laughs> no, he had a daughter. Yeah. And his daughter committed suicide. She oh. threw herself out the window. Oh. And she did it because she was under the influence of drugs. When they heard that, then El País says, no, we got to do something. Yeah. But meanwhile... You weren't doing anything with these other people. Yeah. You're doing something because a white woman... Um, you get my point? Yeah, 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 yeah. See, it's, if, it's if they would have done something from the get-go with these drugs, it wouldn't have been... You had to feel it all. Okay, well, let me ask you, did your son ever make you laugh? Oh, yeah. Not all the time. <laughs> but, you know, but we went out a lot. My son and I, we... we we went out a lot. Yeah. Where'd you guys go? We used to go to Broadway shows. Oh. He loved Broadway. Yeah. My son was gay. He committed suicide. I'm sorry. He would have, if he would have been alive, June 12th, he would have been 60 years old. He's a college graduate. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've always went with him no matter where he wanted to go. Even if it was a gay, for gays, gathering, for talks, I was there. Supportive. Always. Always. Groups of gay people. I went to the bars with him. Gay you went bar. to the bars. With with the gay bars. Yeah. Just to see his friends used to come to my house. But there was some one thing that that he used to tell me. He says, Ma, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll think of any name because I don't remember it's the fine. names. Like he'll say, you know, uh, Tommy. You met Tommy, you know, he's been to the house, we went out to for lunch and all that, you've been with, But he's never invited me to go to the house. Now, Tommy has family. So I says, well, Joey, maybe because maybe his family doesn't know that he's gay. So he says, well, yeah, I thought about that. But still, you know, he doesn't have to, because uh, my son didn't act gay. Mm. He still acted like a man. He wasn't dressed with, you know, he dressed like okay. a man, you know. And I used to tell him, and I says, well, uh, don't worry about it, you know. But then, when they used to come to my house, we would sit down, and then I used to ask them. And I said, I'll say Tom. I said, say Tom, uh, Joey tells me that uh, you haven't invited him to your house. What's going on? No. There's something special that you don't want him to see? And from there we started, and that's when they, he would, they would open up yeah. and say, my parents, you know, they're kind of funny, you know, and I go, oh, okay. So I says, Joey, 
sometimes you have to have patience. And it sounds like you're more progressive even then. You were the safe place where people could go and be themselves around. And that's really, really important, specifically then when we didn't know. Um, and I, I could only I tell. always, when, when my son told me that he was gay, I'm sitting down and, and uh, he says, Ma, I got to talk to you. We knew. Oh, you already knew. Yeah, yeah we, we parents that, usually know. Yeah, sure. So when he told me, and I says, oh, okay. So he says, uh, but Ma, please don't throw me out. I says, why should I throw you out? He says, no, because all, most of my friends, their parents have thrown them out, you know, because he used to hang out a lot in the village. Mm-hmm. And I says, Jesus, you got to be kidding me, you know. And it was true that a lot of these, uh, a lot of these, his friends, their parents didn't want to have nothing to do with yeah, them. Yeah, it's a like, I mean, I'm sure it happens now, but that is a common story from people. And that then are... one time we went to a, to a, a group seance, you know, to talk. Yeah. And there was this woman next to me, and she's crying. And Joey's sitting next to me, so he says, Ma, talk to her. I go, what do you want me to say to her? He says, just say anything, <laughs> you know. So I says, Miss, I says, I says, why are you crying? What's the problem? She says, no, I'm here because my, her husband was sitting next to her. Yeah. And he says, because my husband doesn't want our son in the house. He wants to get rid of him. Mm. And I says, oh. And I says... So then when everything started, you know, that if you wanted to say something, you got up and said, yeah. so I got up. Okay. What'd you say? My, my son, <laughs> he goes, ma. And I no, no, I just, huh. so when they started, you know, yeah. I turned around and, and in a nice way, nothing, you know, and I says, all parents is that are here. I says, I hope that all of you, like my son was here, that when they told you what they were, that you didn't turn around and right away said, get out of my house. You don't do things like that. These are your children. They're your children. You know. So uh, the father, the, the husband, you know, so he gets up and he's, he says, well, I don't think that, you know, that, that my son should be gay. And I says, but it's not what you think, sir. It's what he thinks. And then when they say, it's, it, you know, there's one thing that I can't understand because I don't know if you've been noticing now on TV that they've been talking a lot about gays, mm. about uh, from years back, yeah. and they're showing you things that, that now, yeah. okay? Because they say it's against God's law. During God's time, it was still happening. Yeah, I'm sure there was gay people. Yes, yes. Why would God... What? When my son told me that he was gay, did he come out of me already knowing yeah. that he, he already knew as he was growing up that this, something was changing. He never dressed as a woman. He was still a man, had a beautiful body because he was always... Oh, you're going to have to show me a picture. He was... Uh, he was <laughs> later, 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 later. He, he, was, he was always in the gym. You can't turn around and say that, uh, uh, yeah. uh, that it's against God, you know. God put you here. It sounds like you are a fantastic mother, an accepting mother, and one that your your son is very lucky to be with. So let me tell you a joke then here. Somebody asked me, like, how can you be gay and Catholic at the same time? And I'm like, I'm a gay man worshiping a guy with a six-pack. Like, it's not that hard to believe. 
I've done a lot more for a lot less body definition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I don't like when they put God in it. Because God has nothing to do. God put you here. I like that. Yeah, God, God put, put you, you here. here. If God put you here, and you're growing up with con la mente que ya tú estás cambiando, yo no le estoy diciendo a mi hijo, I want you to be a girl yeah. and dress you like a girl. That's not my doing. He was just growing up, and, and he loved children. Yeah. He loved children. Well, let's dedicate this episode to him. That'd be nice. One last question. What are your plans tomorrow? What's tomorrow? It's Saturday. Whatever comes up. Whatever comes up? Something will always come up, I feel. Sometimes it doesn't. I just, uh, I just go out. Oh. Yeah. I well, might just take in the movie, you know, or go shopping, you know. Do something. Then you'll be like, I've been spending too much. I need to watch it. Well, there's, because uh, I don't need anything. And yeah. I, I, I thank the Lord that I don't need anything. But sometimes, you know, if something catches my eye. I mean, I look, you're know. talking to me. I know that. <laughs> so, you, so you know what I mean. Thank you so much for being here. You're quite welcome. I had a great time. L- likewise. Yeah? Like, oh, yes, I enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. What an interesting life Inez has had. So many ups and downs. Being a mother was a joy of her life. And I'm glad she shared the story about how accepting she was of her son. That really warmed my heart. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button, leave a review, tell your friends as I'm trying to grow this channel. As always, I hope this age is well. Until next time.